podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday on which I have returned. And if I sound different, I do apologise. I don't think I do, but I might have a little bit of a list for something. Um, if I do, I apologise. Hopefully it'll go away in the coming week or so. Um, Liverpool are playing today. They're currently playing Bayern Munich. They are 1-0 up as I speak. Cody Gakbo scoring very early in the game. Liverpool look dynamite going forward. But they look really open to counterattacks, which just buys into the fact that we desperately, desperately, desperately need to buy a defensive midfielder. We absolutely need to buy a defensive midfielder. Now, yesterday we got news that a bid for Romeo Lavia, a second bid, was turned down. Um, my understanding is that bid was actually put in a few days earlier and had been turned down a few days earlier, and that it's just been leaked to the journalists yesterday. But it, who knows? Um, we got news then after that that Liverpool were pursuing a move for Andre Trinidad, the midfielder from Fluminense. Um, very talented player, much more a Thiago than a defensive midfielder that kind of controlling midfielder who gets about and, you know, does a... So the hope would be that we can get both of them. Now, the issue here is we need two defensive midfielders as things currently stand. We need a starting six in the Fabinho type of mould and then we could do with someone who's kind of that 6'8", Ginny Wijnaldum kind of profile. And Andre isn't either of those things. Lavia is probably closer to Ginny than he is to Fabinho. The other issue here is Andre probably isn't available until January because... Fluminense are playing in the Copa Libertadores and they want to have him available for the remainder of that competition. So is it something where we can do a deal now and get him in in the January window? If so, that's great. But it will mean we start the season one short. And when Thiago leaves next summer, we'll go back to being one short. Although we'll have the Thiago replacement in-house in Andre, we would still need more of that defensive midfield profile. We've left ourselves a stupid amount of stuff to do in a month, but there is still time to do it. We need two midfielders 
and we need a centre-back, a left-footed centre-back who can sit into this shape and make us more secure. The other issue with why we're not as strong defensively is that Andy Robertson is just a fish out of water in this system and his insistence and natural instincts of bombing forward are causing us a lot of problems because it means Virgil has to cheat over to the left to cover for him and Ibu is left covering the entire right-hand side by himself, whereas ideally Virgil would play centrally, allowing him to cover either side and then you'd have that left-footed centre-back playing the left side, mirroring mirroring what Ibu is doing on the right-hand side. So definitely things that need to be addressed really quickly. It's less than ideal to go into the Chelsea game with Curtis Jones as a six and Andy Robertson playing in a back three. Less than ideal. And I know some people have said, oh, well, Curtis played there for England in the under-21s. No, he didn't. England played a back four in the other 21s, which makes it different for a start. And secondly, he was playing in a double pivot with Angel Angel Gomes, who's a natural winger and played as the more prominent six in that shape, which tells you, A, nothing that took place in that tournament is relevant, and B, the quality of teams they were playing was fairly poor. Now, Curtis had a good tournament. If he hadn't, it would have been a cause for great concern. Curtis is 22. He's been playing in our first team for at least three years now on a regular basis. So if he wasn't dominating an under-21 tournament against largely 18- and 19-year-olds, you'd be very concerned about where his development was. So let's not take anything from that tournament and try and put it into what Curtis can be moving forward. Curtis is clearly a good player, but he's an eight. He's not a six. He's not going to be a six. He's not good enough defensively to be a six. He doesn't have the instincts to be a six. He doesn't have the awareness to be a six either. He's a very promising number eight. Let's leave him at that. Let's let him develop. Um, hopefully we'll hear movement on the Lavia deal in the next couple of days. I mean, it should really be Lavia and another, and then Andre in January, if that, if they want to get him in. But <clears throat> the chance of us getting three done in the next month, I mean, it's, it's definitely doable. Every other club would find a way to do it if they needed to. But we will make mistakes. And frankly, I wouldn't be very impressed at all with what we've seen from Schmacke in this window. I wouldn't be impressed at all by what we've seen from him. Very much a jobs for the boys situation there. That guy is not in any way qualified to be our director of football. He certainly hasn't shown anything yet to suggest that he is. It's one thing doing it with a mid-level German club. It's a different thing doing it with one of the four or five biggest teams in the world. Um, yeah, anyway, this is Anfield. They have their live match blog of the Liverpool-Bayern game going on. Uh, you can follow that there. 
They have a piece about Andre, kind of a a who is he type of piece. A um, couple more bits on Andre. Uh, let's see. An injury update thing. Trent Alexander-Arnold names midfield role, mo- role models. Another piece on Lavia. Ruthlessness, loyalty, and the task of Jurgen Klopp's next evolution. Uh, with a picture of Klopp, Fab, and Henderson. Um, the Fabinho farewell message from the team was very telling in comparison to the tweet something like stuff we saw for the other fella. Uh, let's see. Uh, Young Henrold is doing this blog as things stand. It just seems to be running quite slowly. Um, here we go. Pavard missed the sitter. Van Dyke doing well. It's still 1 0. Byron's team was Summer, Pavard, Kim, Upamakan. That's not a great centre back pairing in terms of ability to turn and move. Uh, Davies, Kimmick, and Lamer. Sane, Musiala, Nabri behind Tell. Very talented attack. Decent midfield. Two defenders I really like in Kim and Davies, but Pavard is mediocre at best. And Upa Meccano, unfortunately for him, just hasn't developed at all over the last couple of years. Um, our team is probably what will face Chelsea, except I'd, I'd imagine Kanate comes back in for Joel Matip. Uh, Matip, one of those who appeared in... Fabinho's video, um, along with Alisson, Robbo, Trent, Gomez, Virgil, Ali, Gomez, Jota. Yeah, and it was very, very heartfelt. And notably, they all talk about what a great player he was. No intangible bullshit needed when it comes to Fabinho. Uh, Moving on then. Liverpool already in contact over 44 million Bundesliga ace. Uh, I'd assume that's Lindstrom. Lundstrom? We'll come back to it. Uh, Rasmus Hoysland could land Man United with 92 million Liverpool regret. Uh, okay, so you know, yeah, well, you, everybody knows United are massively overpaying for the young Dane. Uh, piece about Lavia. Piece about Fab. Bino, piece about Lavia, piece about Gomez, a couple of pieces about Gavardio, a piece about Barella, randomly a piece about Barcelona. Um, let's see. Yeah, Liverpool in contact for Bundesliga star. It is about Jesper Lindstrom. I would imagine this is just the same nonsense as before where old rumours are getting churned up. Um, And then we have... Oh, a piece about Levi Colwell agreeing a new contract at Chelsea. Uh, The best of luck to him. 
hope he enjoys a career of utter chaos at Todd Bowley's continuing circus. Uh, on to AnfieldIndex.com. We have a piece about Ali and Fab, a piece about Lavia, a piece about some fella that played for Gremio recently. It's Lucas Leiva. Um There's a piece about our deal with Nike, and there are lots of new podcasts if you haven't heard them. Uh, David Davis has been a busy man. He did the two press conference pods. He did Red Alert for July, which is himself and Mark Evans. He did a transfer show with the good brother Trev Downey. And we have a Liverbirds podcast, The Girls Back in the Saddle, uh, K. Gay, sorry, Gay, Gay, not K. Gay, Amy, Kate, Randy, and Kim celebrating the joy of the Women's World Cup and fueled a bits and bobs. So do give that a listen when you get a chance. And that is it. That's all I have for today, folks. I uh, will talk to you all later. There is a scout had been recorded later today, so hopefully it will be out tonight. Um, take care. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.